Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Why is it you love that song so much, Terry Savage? I don't know. I just relate to it. <laughs> I think I'm both uptown and downtown, you know, so. Uh, yes. But yeah. I, I like thinking about it. It gets me dancing. You're right. It gets me, see me dancing. It's kind of uptown, downtown. And what's funny is I'm married to a guy from rural Illinois, and he calls uptown the city. Like, you're going uptown yeah. tonight? I'm like, uptown? What, what What's uptown? <laughs> That's downtown. <you> know? <laughs> Terry Savage is with us, the money lady. The Savage Truth is what she delivers. Nationally syndicated money columnist on 720 WGN. Uh, interest rates up, obviously. That's... That's not helping home sales, is it? Yeah. I mean, even just, you know, the T-bills we talk about all the time. So they were about 5.5%. Now they're 5.53. In other words, there's upward pressure on interest rates. The Fed will be is meeting out in Jackson Hole. So tomorrow and Friday will be a subject of a lot of speculation. And there's a lot of concern that the Fed could even do another rate hike at some point. The 10-year Treasury at 4.33, the highest in years and years. And mortgage rates over 7.6%. That's got it. That that must have an impact sometime on consumers. And everybody's peeking at the latest statistics, whether it's retail sales or things with the banks and so forth, credit card I saw delinquencies rising on credit cards, not issued by the major banks, but smaller banks. They break that out. So everybody's looking. This economy is built on the consumer. Higher rates impact mortgages, slow home sales. Something's going to give here, and it's going to be very in- And then there's student loan repayment, which is a giant mess, in addition to reaching into pockets of millions of Americans. So this is going to be an interesting fall. That reminds me, I was listening to John Williams today. He was recounting a story that you had shared that someone had written in that they took out a $50,000, a $70,000 student loan like in 2002 or 2003. They had paid 70000 or something. They still owed 200000 It was the craziest numbers, and it was all based on the fact that the interest rate is out of control on those. What happened is that some of many of the older loans, and this was, as I believe this was earlier, but we would full credit to, uh, to, uh, Ray Kaplan, who appears on our, our air at WGN a lot. RayKaplan.com, R-A-E-K-A-P-L-A-N.com. She is the guru of student loans. She knows about all of these programs. And this started back in February as a result of a column I wrote about student loans. This person wrote in, there are many people that are have been paying for 30 years or more. They took them out in the 90s when rates, which are fixed, were 85 and 9%. Paid back so much that they've already paid back the, what they borrowed and then some and still owe a fortune. Ray figured out a way. This Again, this started this. <clears throat> I forgot about it. He wrote me in February. I sent him to Ray. She did her magic and she does do magic. And he just sent a thank you note a couple of days ago, saying the rest of it was written off. It was a fortune. Thank you so much. So I, I student, we, we don't have debtor's prisons in America. Mm-hmm. And we you, you can't get out of most student loans through the bankruptcy process. But there are 
a number of programs, despite what you heard about the Supreme Court saying the administration couldn't just write off ten or $20,000, there are some programs that are now allowing you to adjust payments based on income, significantly lower payments, or the public service loan forgiveness, and it's worth doing the work to find out. Well, and you know what, Terry, there might not be debtors' prisons, but the 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 further you get in debt, the more they charge you for everything, which just gets worse and worse, and you get deeper and deeper. That is what is hurting so many people. You know who it's hurting most? I, I hate to say this, but it's seniors. Um, you know, we had that big, vast retirement during the um, pandemic of seniors who felt unsafe working and it was COVID was really attacking seniors more. And they just dropped out of the worst workforce a few years sooner than they planned. And they are suddenly had to adjust to a different kind of an income lifestyle. RMDs are just taking money out of retirement plans. And they've built up a huge ton of credit card debt. And you're right. The minute, I mean, the credit bureaus can see what your balances are, mm-hmm. and so can other lenders. And when they see that, they know you're hooked. That's like the corner, well, this is very rude to say, but it's like the corner drug dealer, I think. I don't know any corner drug dealers. But once you're hooked, you know, they could probably raise the price. I, that literally is what happens to people who are trapped with four or five or six cards with high balances, only making the minimums. That's when you get the letter saying, and your rate's going up to 29%. Right. right. All right. Three quick questions. Terry, okay. is there any sweet spot age when to start collecting Social Security if you do not need it right away? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've talked about this many times. Go to terrysavage.com, put Social Security in the search box under my columns. You'll see a lot of different columns, but the one that says when to start. If you can possibly, possibly wait till age 70, do so. You get an extra 8% a year in your basic check. I don't think you can get that guarantee in the stock market for sure these days. Not only that, it's a higher base for when your um, future inflation adjustments are made. Everybody says, yeah, but the break-even point I'd have to live to be. That's not the point. You're going to get a higher check. And then if you're one of those people who's above average, and I know we all think we are, and you live to be 93, 95, 96, you'll be so thrilled that you have a 30% higher Social Security check for sure. Are there any downsides to having a transfer on death of your bank and savings accounts to avoid having to go through a will? Um, You know, if you don't have a lot of money, you can put transfer on death. However, the bank's going to require death certificates and so forth. The much better solution is to create a revocable living trust because a transfer on death is only happens to your daughter, your trusted daughter. I have this savings account with $25,000 in our CD. When you die, what if you're incapacitated or have a stroke? Your trusted daughter doesn't have access to it. If you created a revocable living trust and then reopened all your accounts, renamed them, it's no big deal to do that. Use your social security number. And now it's the Mary Smith revocable living trust instead of Mary Smith payable on death to my daughter, Susan, then if you are incapacitated, your daughter can step in and say, we need to take some of this money and pay for a private duty nurse for mom. Yesterday, we talked to Sister Jean on her 104th birthday, Terry. You should go listen to that podcast at WGNRadio.com. <laughs> we, yeah, we all think we're going to live a long time, but... It's you... my birthday today. And it I'm not is. telling you, but I'm nowhere near Sister Jean. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you should live every day as if it's your birthday. And then 
if you're lucky and you're and I'm knocking on some wood here in good health, that's wonderful. But I think you'll feel better if you do some kind of planning. And one of those things is getting things in order. Thank you so much. And happy birthday to you. I would have sent you a cake if I knew. Here <laughs> you go. We're going to play it for you. <laughs> have a beautiful day. Today is Thank your you, birthday. Lisa. That is Terry Savage. We're going to talk about what you need to do. Is there any medical explanation for living to 104? Dr. Jim Adams joins us. The doctor's in next after Steve's news on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.